new schools, a new jail, buying property for re- relocating the fairgrounds, all of that is being discussed or has happened in the last several months in Putnam County. That's what's trending today. I'm Ben Rogers, your host, and here with me in the Stone Comp Studio on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM are two of the Putnam County School Board members, Chairman Don Fry and Kim Kravitz. Thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting us. I know it takes time uh, out of your day. It's close to Christmas, uh, the Friday before Christmas, and we uh, getting close. I know you got a lot going on. So um, I want to make sure that everybody knows who you two are because y'all do such a wonderful job for Putnam County School System and the county. And that's a big thing with mine. You're the school board. I'm on the commission. To me, that don't matter. We're both all three public servants. Uh, We're all working for the betterment of Putnam County and the quality of life for our citizens, our children. So thank you for what you do. I want to get into a lot that's going on with the schools, talk about some of the stuff in the county. and and, But I want to get into y'all's backgrounds, too, because I don't know if everybody knows actually personally who you are and why you serve. So we'll get into all that. Uh, Again, glad you're here. And uh, Putnam County has had just a little bit going on the last few months. Just a little just a, bit. Yeah, just, just a, a little bit. <laughs> and really the last few years we've had a lot going on, and that's good things. That's that's a good problem to have. We're growing. We're providing services. We're, our kids are coming in, and we'll get to that enrollment uh, increase later. I know it's up some. I think 100 kids this year mm-hmm. already. Um, we'll get into some of that. But, of course, Don, you're chair, chairman of the school that's board, right, Madam yes. Chairman, as I would like to call you. And this is your second go-around as chair. It is my second. How long have you been on the school board? I have been on the school board since 2012, so this is my second term. And how long can the chair serve? Well, we are reelected by the board every year. Okay. So generally, we do a two-year term. Is that in the rules, or is no, that just something that's understood? No, it's just kind of an understood. We do two. We we want each member, if they want to, to have the opportunity to serve as chair. Because that position does afford you opportunities to do things that you otherwise would not be able to do. Sure. And experiences you wouldn't get otherwise. So we like to be able to, to let everyone do that if they wish. But so you, it also does require extra time. That, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Well, as commission, I, y'all may know this, is is a two-year term in Putnam County because that's the local rules. And then you got to set off a year. So me as chairman, I'm in my second year, and I'll roll off in September, and then we'll elect a new chair. Uh, and we do every year as well, but you cannot serve more than two years in a row. And you're right, chairman does take more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, been there, done that, and I, I'm not complaining. I like it. Uh, I think it's uh, a good thing to be a part of. It's a good position to be able to give everybody information, not only the commission, and in your case, the school board, but you're kind of responsible for being a mediator and also providing information so thank y'all both because kim you've been chair yes you did two years two years right before dawn prior yes okay and the, and the vice chair is actually celeste gammon right That's she's correct, vice chair huh? so uh you left the boys out this time which is i don't blame you and uh <laughs> probably a good thing but the the board is six members um and of course y'all have different election cycles and and i think that's good commission doesn't allow that for in the state law so everybody's elected at the same time so you can't can't stagger or whatever um but as chair and you've been you've been there before and you're in it again what do you think about everything that's happened in the county i mean school related everything else um exciting right very exciting i mean you've seen a lot in seven years you're not oh, old yes. by no means well, but you've been there you. seven years thank but, you but how exciting is it as a school board member and as a chair to see that it is very exciting but it also brings a lot of you know 
a little bit of worry too because we have to balance all that that growth we've seen and all the new kids coming in and then as you said jails so it, it's very much a balancing act so it's exciting but we also have to prepare for what's what's coming with all of that and that is a lot of preparation a lot of meetings a discussion during the meetings y'all and something different about school boards as well Y'all have work sessions. We do. Uh, we have work sessions only when we see them necessary. Y'all have one every month, right? It's kind of, not every month? No, typically quarterly is quarterly. what we okay. try to do. Okay. Do y'all have like, I know you meet uh, for every first Thursday of the month. Do y'all have like a prior meeting to kind of go over stuff? Y'all just kind of roll in there and, and well, meet? Well, every member has the opportunity if they have questions about the agenda to meet with Mr. Boyd or talk to him, or, whatever they And need. talk to you as chair. That, and, that's correct. Yeah. And we do have in January our annual retreat where we have a whole Saturday that we spend looking at strategic planning, what's coming up over the next year, what do we need to focus on. So that's coming up next month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also coming up next month, I don't want to fail to mention, is our joint meeting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's something we've tried to do at least twice a year. And I actually I have mentioned to to Mr. Boyd and I know I've talked to Kim and Lynn and, and probably mentioned to you as well, Don, is um meeting maybe every quarter. Mm-hmm. Um not in a, it's not a, a to be a negative light it's positive it's communication it's transparency what are the school's needs what what are the commission what's the commission uh, how can they help and to me county government and uh, which involves education is not how can i prevent something from happening but how can i help you achieve your goal i know that's a weird take for, compared to some of well, some people and i don't want to call names or nothing but it's all about helping each other. It's about how can we achieve this goal together. And so meeting quarterly, I think, is a good idea. So January is the first month of the year, not the fiscal year for us, but first month of the calendar year, and I'm hoping we can schedule something every quarter. We usually meet in August or July. No, June. I'm sorry, June or July. Well, usually we have a meeting in April, April that's right, to give I'm you getting, a heads yeah, up on what's coming. budget stuff. Yeah. Budget. So, you know, that would be a second quarter meeting, and then we try to meet. we should try to meet again. But mm-hmm. two times so far next month. Uh, we're hosting at the courthouse, so anybody listening, it's the second Monday uh, after our committees. We'll meet with the school board, as many that can be there, and Mr. Boyd, and I know Mark uh, will be there. And uh, we don't know exactly what we're talking about. We know we're talking about schools mm-hmm. and what your capital projects are. And I know we've met on that, but they change, and that's something we'll get to later about priorities and how they change. Kim, what do you think about everything going on? Um, uh, well, I agree with Dawn. It's very exciting, but yet – we have to stay proactive to stay ahead of the growth, um, you know, to make sure that we have adequate room in our schools, to make sure that we have um, teachers, uh, the staff, and everything to handle that. Because when we first got on the school board, I think the first couple of years we might have had about 1% growth, but mm-hmm. the last couple of years we've probably been t- closer to 2 and maybe slightly over that. So When were you first elected? 2012. So y'all came in together. We did. Uh, Celeste came in in fourteen. Uh, Lee McHenry came in in six, um, 16. Uh-huh. David, do you remember when David started? So David first started because he was appointed. I'm not sure if somebody passed away or if somebody and he got wrote, appointed. He, and, he got appointed right. and then he has been reelected since then. So that was probably early 2000. Yeah. And Mr. Jerry Maynard's been on a while as well. So He, he came on in probably... 2006 or 8 yeah. one of those years yeah. and he was a commissioner at one time as well mm-hmm. so he's he served both capacities and i i'd like to talk to him every now and then to get his take i've actually talked spoken with people that's been on both uh i had a guest on Cumberland county mayor a few weeks ago he was a school board member then a county commissioner now he's a county mayor we talked about the dynamics of all three so um 
again, that's I appreciate what y'all are doing, and, and I hope you don't decide to go away anytime soon. Because right now, I feel like in my adult um, time is the best school board we've had. And I'm not saying well, that because y'all you. are here, but y'all have a uh, dynamic of you're, you think it, you're thinking, you're talking. Uh, of course, Lam McHenry is um, my one of my best friends in the world, and y'all know that. And he was on a few weeks ago. And of course, he and Jerry were sitting together, and I know y'all couldn't be here. I tried to get all of y'all in the room and scheduling it work out. So I'm glad you're here today. Uh, and and I I talk to Lam all the time. Not only about schools, but other things. But we talk about schools. I know why Leonard ran. I know why he wanted to run in 16. One of the reasons is I pushed him. Uh, and a lot of people in the district pushed him. Don, when you decided to run in 2012, what was what was your – what what made you do that? Was it uh, a lot of people wanting you to? Did you just have a desire to serve? What made you run? Well, I have kids in the school system. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I wanted to have a voice in what was – going on and it just the way it just kind of fell together for me to do that because I I, it was not really on my radar and then things just kind of lined up and it it was a God thing I mean I know that it was for me to do um, and and be in that place at that time to hear this person or whatever it was so um, I I just feel like I was called to do that at the time good Kim Um, well I I do I'm like Dawn I feel like God called me to do that. I sat in the audience for six years. For six years, um, I had um, almost perfect attendance to the school board meetings. And I just kind of felt God saying, you know, you could be up there helping them decide. And you probably should do it while you have kids in school. So the first time that I ran, I actually had a daughter in high school, a daughter in middle school, and a daughter in elementary school. So Wow. So six years you went to school board meetings? Before and... I ran. Wow. I did not know that. That's... um. That's good. Like, I did not go to every county commission meeting in Putnam County before I ran. I went to some because my job requires me to be there sometimes, but I'm also out in other counties at their commission meetings. And, and I've been to several school board meetings in other counties, and, and a lot of counties around here are smaller, of course. Uh, some of their school boards are 10 people. You know, y'all have six, and we're, we're a big county, and they're like 10 people. And sometimes it's hard to get something done. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- they run really well, they're, but they're all ran different, and they're all structured differently. Uh, but it's it's – Upper Cumberland is just all over the board. And, and I fortunately get to work with several school systems. They actually call me and, and ask me questions and ask me to help them. Jerry and Mark reach out to me, and y'all have reached out to me some in my capacity other than being a commissioner. So I enjoy the relationship. I appreciate mm-hmm. y'all. When we come back, I do want to talk about what's going on with the schools, and we mentioned how many children y'all have and how important that is uh, to have, that, have kids in the school system to relate to what you have to do. And we'll talk about the uh, capital projects coming up. Maybe, uh, hopefully, for the school system. When we come back on News Talk 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, and my guests today are two members of the Putnam County Board of Education. Don Fry, the chairman, and Kim Cravens, a former chairman, are visiting with me, and I've had uh, the opportunity to have another school board member on, so I'm getting there to getting everybody on. I want to get everybody on. Uh, I, I think it's great uh, that y'all have such an impact and the the board's not divided based on three males and three females y'all act civil and y'all work together and i think it's great uh, i wish there were more uh diversity on our commission uh, and and that will happen i guess over time but we love having uh, our ladies on the commission as well it gives us another dynamic but i thank you for that again and um thank you for communicating because i've been to school board meetings i don't get to enough so i'm sorry i do i do want to be there but i usually i'm out of town thursday nights 
But I want to get into, and I, and I do want to say, the success of the school board in Putnam County is based on who's on the board. The success of the system is based on the board itself. The system goes as the board goes to me. And I know the teachers and the students make up the success, but if y'all are not doing what you need to do, they, they cannot. And, and y'all have done great. Um, I always am interested to know some pe- for people that are in public service now if they had any prior experience. And it's amazing some of the friends I've had on here that I didn't know they did th- certain things. It's funny. I learned a lot. So, Don, I'll start with you. Okay. Before you ran for school board, did you serve in any capacity in public service? Before the school board, I don't think I did. Around the same time, um, the governor appointed me to the um, Governor's Council on Developmental Disabilities. Okay. So I served on that council, and I'm currently on the chair of the Council on Educating Students with Disabilities, mm-hmm. which is an advisory council sure. to the State Department. Okay. So before, I can't think of something, but since, I really have I've done many other things that I enjoy doing. So when you first got in this role, how, how did it open up your mind or how did your maybe did your perspective change towards uh, school boards or commissions or any elected office? Did you know, because I've worked with county officials for 14 and a half years. So my perspective was pretty much the same. I'd been there, done that, even though I wasn't elected. But somebody hasn't done that. I mean, was it new to you? Was oh, it surprising? It was, it was very new. And it took, I mean, you know, you'd serve for a four year term and I get, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Or your term, <laughs> thinking am I saying that right? But you take, I mean, the first, well, really, the first four years. I mean, you are learning, 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 and it takes so much time just to kind of get into the mindset of what's because you you know that schools are academics, but I didn't realize how much with building projects there was, or maintenance of buildings, or even serving our student population, not just with academics, but with their health concerns and mental health concerns. So many more aspects that I did not even realize were, were needed to run a school system. Yeah. So, yes, it's been a huge learning experience. But you're thankful for that. I oh, know. oh, very, you yes. Wouldn't, you wouldn't keep coming back for punishment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, let's talk right quick about your, the council you serve on with yes. the advisory council. Mm-hmm. I know that's got to take up some time. Um, I mean, you're your mom. I am. You're an attorney. I am. You're on the school board, and then you're on some councils. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Do you ever see your husband? <laughs> I, no, actually, I do. I do. In fact, yesterday I was um, in front of a legislative committee on Capitol Hill for that council. So I was in Nashville yesterday, mm-hmm. but I enjoy doing that. And and it because I have twins, boy girl twins, and they're seventeen. They're seniors this year. And uh, my son has autism, so the disability community and issues that affect those with disabilities are I'm, a, I'm passionate about. Sure. So I always enjoy opportunities to be able to speak to people about what's going on right. in that community and try to make a difference in something that needs to be changed. That's great. That's great. Kim, um, your turn. <laughs> you have any previous experience in public service before school board? Well, other than going to every meeting, I mean, yeah, that, that was my public service. Um, I because I really did keep a lot of parents informed about what sure. was going on. Um, I did serve on the board of directors for the Jacobs Ladder um, daycare that's at the Methodist yeah. Church, so I was on that board of directors. But truly, that was uh, about it. So, um, how do you feel? It, how do you feel about public service now? <laughs> it's not I think easy. It, it is not easy. Um, 
I think what makes it easier is that I do felt that I was called to do that. So God guides and paves the way for that, which makes it easier. Um, I agree with Dawn and the fact that even though I had sat in the audience for six years, it was still overwhelming once I was on the other side and having to make a vote on something and trying to make sure that I understood everything about that issue before you make a vote on it. Um, And that can get overwhelming for sure. It can. And, and, Public service uh, to me is just great. It's a it's a wonderful thing to do, and it's not about self service. Mm-hmm. I know you both didn't run to say, "Look at me, look at me, look at what I can do." That's because the award the award <laughs> of, of the time and there's the conversation. Let's just be frank; it's not it's very low. Uh, you don't you don't run for that. You don't run for the compensation. You don't run for the attention. You're crazy if you are. Yeah, you do <laughs> right. because ideally you're going to work. You're going to put time in. You're going to communicate. You're going to get phone calls, difficult phone calls. You're going to have to. To make difficult decisions it may affect a lot of people and um you know you may have one group of teachers or staff calling you want something else the calendar you know mm-hmm. and i want to talk about the calendar i think it's i served on the calendar committee because lynn put me on there and uh but i that was a good experience for me because i had no idea before that how that calendar was developed i had no idea the dynamics of that and what went into it so it's it's fun but it's work and yes. it doesn't really matter if you had prior experience. I just like to hear if you if you didn't. How, what's the what's your reaction now? Um, so you you've had you have two children. They're in the school system now. You have three children. Is that correct? I do. And with one left, one she's left. a junior at Cookville High School. So how so how since you seven years both of y'all? Mm-hmm. How is that school? How's the school system changed in your mind with your kids being in it? And have you, what have you seen take place inside, like a school, not financially? With what we'll get to later, but inside the school, have things changed a lot in those seven years since you've been on the board with the children? I mean, I think our schools are great. Um, we, my kids went to all good, and then they're at Cookville High School. So, I mean, as a parent, I can speak from that perspective. And they have always been marvelous. We've had great teachers, great principals. We've seen different principals rotate through. Um, but by far, my children have had a wonderful experience and a wonderful educational opportunity. No, I agree as well. And um, my kids are also at Cookville High School, mm-hmm. as I said, seniors. Um, we're very grateful to have Max Pettit as mm-hmm. our as our new principal. First there. year, right? First, yes. first year, yes, yes. And I've seen some you know great changes that he has implemented, and I think that's um, he's doing a great job. So, but I agree with Kim. I, I've always thought we had excellent services, and even for my son um, with the SPED program, always had excellent um, teachers and and assistants and every staff everyone in the school system i think uh and, and give credit to mr boyd and mark and all the staff at the central office i think they do a great job um and yes absolutely it's to me i've seen it grow uh since i, I come back i was in nashville for three and a half years working when i come back in 06 i think the school systems have gotten better mm-hmm. um reward schools we had some this mm-hmm. time uh so at three mm-hmm. I, let's was see. it four maybe been four you're, now you're putting us on the I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought of Upperman High School. I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Capshaw. Capshaw. One of the all good schools. All good, all good elementary. Yes. I believe. Yep. I think. No, in Burks. Burks okay. was one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, was four. four. I, was I remember four. that now. And to me, I bring it up because that just valid, uh, validates what you, y'all said about how great our schools. Because reward schools are not, they don't happen every year. They don't say at the state, all right, every county's got to have a reward school. So, pick one mm-hmm. that don't happen so to no. have four mm-hmm. in one year is great so again you're doing a great job 
Now, I want to talk about some priorities. Uh, we got a couple minutes left in this segment, and we'll probably roll this over. But in education and, and county government, city government, uh, state government, priorities change, you know, all the time. And, and uh, it, it's all about a mindset and what the body thinks is most important. It's, it's not always about what, what the wants are, but mm-hmm. mainly what the needs are. Uh, I know probably each of you on the school board, six of you, probably have in your mind what priorities you would like to see accomplished or, or put to the forefront. As a board, what direction are those priorities going to right now? Is it more schools? Is it more teachers? Uh, is it all of that? I mean, what what direction is the board going with priorities right now? Well, I mean, we're definitely looking at the new school because we've got that motion already going. Um you know, we get asked all the time, when you build a new high school? And th- and that's really not at the top of our list because it's not a huge need right now. Um, each of our high schools is really developing some great programs where we're offering kids opportunities to learn skills and trades to go out into the workforce because college is not for everybody. Right. And I think once we all realize that, that people need to have a viable way to make a living and we're giving them those programs – we're doing some awesome things there as well, and that's been a high priority. Sure. Uh, is there anything individually y'all would like to see that you want to put out there, change, like maybe accomplished, or am I putting you on the spot, Don? I mean, is there something priority-wise you'd like to see come to the forefront, or you think you're right where you need to be? Well, I think we're, we are where we need to be. Of course, as I've already said, my passion is, of course, the um, SPED department. Sure. And, I, and we have a great program. Are there places that we could do more, and, and you know, and it could – be even better absolutely we could always improve on anything that we're doing so i always like to see that that program is is getting what it needs so good yeah it's good to have board members that are have those passions on certain things that are kind of keeping the eye and communicating with the director schools and money's you know if that was unlimited there's lots of things we'd like to do you know let's put let's put turf on all our athletic fields at all schools let's redo the high school auditorium Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. absolutely. Yes. And we'll talk about some of those things as well when we come back and, and talk about a little bit about the budget. I don't want to beat the budget up. We've talked about that in several episodes. But uh, when we come back on News Talk 94.1 FM, this is Trending. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, and I continue visiting with Don Fry and Kim Cravens, members of the Putnam County Board of Education. Uh, and, and Don is the chair, and Kim is a former chair. And we've been talking about where the school system priorities and and some of the questions they get. And and you mentioned something, Kim, last segment uh, about if we had unlimited amount of money and unlimited (laughs) resources, we would do A, B, C, D, E, all the way to C. Uh, One of the questions I get as a commissioner, and of course I'm from the west end of the county and and an Upperman alum, is why don't we have turf athletic fields? Not just football, but soccer and lacrosse and all uh, baseball and whatever. And my response is, well, you need to call your <laughs> you need to call your school board member. His name's Lim McHenry, and here's his number. And he he you know, I'm sure he thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for sending me that phone call. Um, the other thing is, it's it costs money, and I believe the last and you can correct me. Uh, the last I heard, like a football field is what seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's probably low end, now. It, yeah. Uh, and it's a value life, uh, asset life of like ten years. Is that right? Something, that something there. along that line. So there's little maintenance throughout those ten years, but you know that's seventy five thousand dollars a year on the low end. Uh, and you know I don't know how much a, a football coach or uh, coaches put into maintaining. I know it's several thousand dollars. You know, you're seeding, you're mowing, you're watering, you're fertilizing, all that stuff. And the time. 
and the time. So I would love personally to see uh, the, that because I think it's neat. First of all, I think our school system deserves that, but it costs money. You go to Knox County and they they funded their, every athletic field, every football field is turf. Sevier County, I've been there, and they Sevier have County. done the same thing. Yeah, so they, of course, they're two different animals. Sevier County's got all the tourism, and Knox mm-hmm. County's big. And I believe Rutherford County may have done the same thing. Again, they're growing, so mm-hmm. they can do that. And we're growing, but that's not a priority, is it, right now? I mean, there's other things to be done for the kids. and um, Well, yeah, I, that probably depends on who you ask um, <laughs> because it's, you know, it, it would not be nice to see that as a priority. Um, I mean, I have a soccer player, so personally I see the benefit, but sure. I go to a lot of the football games as well um, and would certainly be nice to see that for our football players, um, especially when it's a ugly, rainy Friday night yeah. and you see all the fruits of their labors just being torn up. Yeah, I, and I had a luxury in ninety. And not, I'm dating myself in 1996 to play in freezing rain and mud in a semifinal game at Upperman. It was at our field, and Knox Webb is who we played, and they were just blown away by the lack of uh, facilities that we had. They actually made fun of us, and it actually inspired us. We ended up getting beat in a close game, but we're like, you don't come down here and make fun of our facilities. Right. And, but we're in mud, you know, uh, six inches, ten inches deep, and freezing rain. It's cold, but uh it, it does help on that mm-hmm. uh, and you actually can draw in tournaments you can have football tournaments and, and raise money to help pay for that and host tournaments but that's something that's that gets asked to me a lot based on schools i don't get a lot of the discipline questions because i'm not a school board member uh so right quick donna's chair what are the most common questions you get from your constituents when they pick up the I- phone they're calling you you know, I, I usually get, of course, SPED questions. I don't usually get a lot of athletic questions right. because that's not what my kids are into where Sydney is, my daughter Sydney is theater. Sure. We're, we're theater people. Right. So I get a lot of those questions. Um, I do get calendar questions, yeah. but often why do you do, why Why do we go back on this day? Why aren't we off this day? Why do we have this 10 o'clock day? And as you already said, the with being on the calendar calendar committee right. you see all the thought that has to go into that but um i i don't get a whole lot of questions but when i do they're usually around those those things and let's talk briefly well let me get back let me i don't leave you out kim what are you and you probably want me to on this one, but what are your most you know popular calls you get concerning schools popular calls yeah you're 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 the ones they pick just let people just love to call you with you know i'm gonna be honest i don't get a ton of phone calls and that doesn't mean you have to call me people can you give me <laughs> you got your cell phone yeah. number you um, but you know you, you're and i think that that's a testimony to how well our school it system is, is going Absolutely. is that we don't get a ton of phone calls um i would say the biggest one that i had recently is that um we have an area of all good that kind of goes right past the city limits and we would really like to put some sidewalks in because it's um dangerous for the kids who are walking there um in in trying to work with uh i've talked to mike atwood several times and he's sure. talked to randy and so forth because it is dangerous but again it always comes down to money and who's yep. got the money to do that yep and and that's uh, i encourage and i think i've encouraged y'all if you have something you need with the county call me mm-hmm. you know i want to listen i want to hear what's the, what the needs are and see what we can do and uh we the county and the, the school board are working so well together i mean have y'all what do you think about our relationship i feel personally and this is my uh, going to my sixth year on the commission so i haven't been on there quite as long as um y'all have but close um and i feel like we communicate pretty well and we you know one example is in baxter which of course is my district the senior citizens there 
uh, were their meeting room was so small, and it was in the mayor, it was in the uh, the city hall, and they would come to me and Danny Holmes, my counterpart, and say, "Can you help us get some space?" Well, you know, we would look around, and, and Randy Porter was involved, and we would talk, and so finally we went to Mr. Boyd and the school board and said, "Hey." You know, that kindergarten, what used to be the kindergarten building at, at Baxter Elementary or Baxter Primary now, he's Baxter Elementary when I was there, it's not being used. Can we put senior citizens in there and let them let, the, let them be their place to, to convene and fellowship? And there was no struggle. I don't remember any struggle in that. Uh, there were some safety concerns, of course, but they're all safety is the number, one of the number one things with our kids. Certainly. Absolutely. So that's always going to be a concern. But it was like – we thought it might be a struggle with y'all, and it was not. So thank you again. I mean, y'all oh, were just like, welcome. yeah, that's great. You're helping senior citizens out. Uh, they're there with the kids, and if they're, you know, they can help each other or interact some way. I think it's great. It's all about community. That's right. Thank you. That's right. It is, and I think we're doing a great job. I mean, have y'all do y'all agree with our relationship? I mean, it's oh, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly, and I can say that from. The six years that I went to the school board meetings, I also occasionally visited the commission meetings in. The relationship was definitely a bit rocky. There is no doubt about that. Um, so we have come a long way in trying to develop that trust and trying to work together. And, and we all understand that there's a limited amount of money and that everybody has to make a decision is to put that to the best place possible. Sure, sure. And and we, once we give you that money, a lot of people don't understand. We don't control it once we give it to you. And that's fine. That's the way the code's set up. I don't want to have to worry about every line item or every single dollar y'all have to spend that's not my role as a commissioner that's why y'all get that's why y'all there to worry about that um i want to talk right quick about the calendar and it it, i get questions every now and then on it so we're we're a few days from christmas and uh they go back on the friday of new year's week and i know why all right because i was on the committee but i i want to know i want to hear y'all say it because i don't want to be on i don't want to be getting phone calls after this why are the kids returning on the Friday um, of the week of New Year's instead of that following Monday? I'm not even sure I know the reason why. Well, I just I know that it, the com- the committee looked at that. Well, you got to get so many days in. Well, and that too. And, and that, that's did, absolutely correct. And the talk was they didn't want to come back the Tuesday after Memorial Day. So the Friday before Memorial Day, school's out. It's done. People go on vacation. And so I'm trying to actually alleviate some of the phone calls y'all might get or the stress about why our kids are going back on Friday. What it is is, uh, you know, it used to be two weeks of spring break Mm -hmm. years ago. That that changed because they were going later in the year. They wanted to start later instead of starting, what, third week of July, start the last week, first week of August, and then get out before Memorial Day. So that went away. But they wanted a break, so you got Good Friday, the weekend, and the Monday. Mm -hmm. So that kind of takes care of that. You know, there's a couple days there. But the the main reason, uh, and if I'm wrong, somebody call and tell me, is <laughs> you're going back Friday, the week of New Year's, because you don't have to go back the Tuesday after Memorial Day. A lot of people, that Friday before Memorial Day, take off to the beach or go to the mountains or go wherever. They're done. Everybody they're done. has checked out. Exactly. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, I hope I answered some questions because I know you might get some phone calls. So that's why the calendar is set up that way. I was on the committee a couple years ago and... That calendar committee is not easy. Always opens the people's eyes. It does. Um, and I usually will try to get a parent uh, involved so that they kind of see the other side of sure. it. Um, so if anybody really ever really wants to serve, <laughs> give Don or I a That's call, right. and we'll keep your name in the in the mix. Uh, and, and right quick, we got a few couple minutes left in this segment, and then next segment we're going to talk about the new school and some debt. But is there? Um, 
anything you mentioned the sidewalk and all good is there anything else y'all have reached out to the commission about other than funding i know at budget time that we can help you with i mean is there anything else going on that hey the commission can help us help us with this can you think of anything else right now other than the funding the schools right, right. yeah funding the schools and then but if you do have just for a personal thing if you do have some extra money i would like a new curtain at mm-hmm. cookville high school on their stage okay because it's got a big tear in it sure and i would love it's, it's a tear just, it's a dry rotted and that that oh, facility really? is used it's just i mean it's just it's run through its time so i would really love to see that on average next- you said your theater so on average during the school year how many shows are they putting on at cookville high school well the actual show that they do is in the spring so that's going to be hunchback mm-hmm. this year but they are doing veterans day programs we just had the christmas chorus concert right. a couple of nights ago so that auditorium is used for a lot of things that the community comes to and i would like for it to look you know to look nice in yeah. there mm-hmm. yeah. when we have that so that's just my personal thing throwing out hey, there for uh, you. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> when we come back in the last segment, it's flown by, personally. Uh, we got a lot to talk about still in the last segment. When we come back, we're going to talk about the, the new school, which is going to be, whether it's going to be elementary or elementary middle or how that combination is going to go, uh, the debt service the county has, and where do we go from here. So we come back on Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM at 1600 AM. This is my last segment, and it's went by way too fast. Uh, Don Fry and Kim Cravens from the Putnam County School Board are here, and eventually I'll have the other three that I'm missing, but um, I've enjoyed it so far. Y'all have been great. One of the reasons I wanted you on is an update on the new school being discussed uh, to be built on Lee Seminary Road. I know I had Mr. Boyd and, and Lee McHenry on. They were talking about where it was at about six weeks ago. What's well? You got an update for me? Um, well, right now, Upland Design, um, Kim Chamberlain presented at the last meeting, basically showing the schematic for a K through eight. Um, they believe they can make that work. Um, still got to work out some wetlands issue with the state as far as how much land actually has to be mitigated for that and what can and can't be used. But right now, it's looking good um, for a K through eight, and we believe that that's what people really like is having. A school where you can send your kids K through eight. Now this one will not be like Prescott is two completely separate buildings. Mm-hmm. And if you remember when we first built Allgood back in the 2000, I think it was, um, that was a K through eight school. And then it grew so fast that we ended up building a second school beside of it. So this one would be more like that original Allgood K through eight, okay. where everything is in the same building. Okay, that's right. Good deal. So. Um, ha- we have one campus in the Putnam County School System, and that's the Upperman campus. Of course, I'm from there, and I love it. I think it's beautiful. I think it's laid out. I think the school system, school board's done a great job. Commission funded the money to build the middle school there. Has there been any more talk on either adding a school to the current property of a school, making it a campus, or doing a future campus, uh, when another building project? Has there been any talk with the school board? We really haven't discussed that. We know that most you know parents and the community really like that campus model and we do too so keeping in mind for future builds i'm sure that will be something that we will be thinking about but right now we have not discussed it we're trying to just get this one project we do know that we have we have land cane creek that that school has land available that if we wanted to do something we've got some flexibility okay. there and also northeast has a bit more land that we might could do something with so it's good to know it's nice to know that those options yeah. are there that's why i asked the question 
let's talk about debt. So uh, Monday night's meeting, commission meeting, uh, there was we did a refunding on a, a current issue we have. Supposed to save us like six hundred thousand dollars, and that's four pennies on the property tax rate, which is why we do it. We're trying to save money, trying to build up our debt service because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're looking at either a jail expansion or a new jail. We're looking at this new school commission funds, all that. Uh, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, school board doesn't have the authority to issue debt. It all falls on the county commission according to Tennessee state law. So it's our authority as commissioners to to provide that money for you. Once we provide that money for you, you do what you want to with it. That's in the law, too. We can't nitpick. We can't tell you who to hire as an architect or engineer or construction manager. That's all up to you all, and that's why you are elected. That's part of your responsibility. So last six, uh, this is our my six years of commissioners, uh, Randy Porter, six years, county mayor, since he and I came in, we've paid off $100 million of debt in that time period. That's which amazing. I, that's one of the reasons I actually ran. People said, why are you running? Well, we got way too much debt, and we need to get rid of some. Now, how did we do that? So we owed about $230 million when we started in 2014. We now owe about really under $130 million, so that's a little over $100 million we paid off. How do we do that? Um, we paid off early a couple issues that we, when we had some cash available. We uh, have not issued any major debt. Really, only the debt we've issued in the last little bits to purchase the land at the fairgrounds, and we're going to pay that off as soon as we sell the current current land. So that won't be on the books long. Uh, and then we've we've had an influx of revenue. You know, sales tax, property tax has grown, so we've been able to build our debt capacity. We don't know how much y'all are going to ask for, and you don't have to give me a number now. We've always said twenty million for this facility, and you could go up or down, but. We one of the things that was said Monday night or come out of that meeting is that we won't have to raise taxes to to do these debt projects or capital projects, which is a new jail or expansion in the school. That's not necessarily true. Um, depends on how much money y'all want and how much the jail's going to cost. Could it could vary, and if it's a certain number, we may have to increase taxes. But this is what I do believe I know as a commissioner is that we may not have to raise taxes for the building of those projects. We're definitely going to have to find some money somewhere to staff those projects. New teachers, new support staff, administration for the schools, and new corrections officers for the jail. So that's coming. And the reason we've been able to put money back is because we haven't had to issue a lot of, a lot of debt or staff a new building like that. So we've got debt capacity. We're in good shape. However, somewhere at some point in time, revenue is going to have to be discovered or added to staff these. Um, We'll know we're meeting in January next month. We're going to know more about what your price tag is then, I'm sure. And like I said, you don't have to give me a price tag now. We're going to say $20 million now in our minds. The commission will decide at some point to either do one, uh, two individual debt issuances for a school and then the jail expansion or a new jail, or they'll do it all together. But you get your money and it's there. So that's how that works. Um, I'm proud of the Put- of Putnam County Commission for taking the initiative to pay off that debt. $230 million of principal and interest in 2014 was mind-blowing to me. That's a lot for a county of 70,000 people. We've grown. We're at $130 million now, so I'm thankful for that. Um, what it, You said you don't really want to talk about new high school because you don't really know if you have a need. Is there any other big project in the next couple of years after this one that y'all see coming, or do you know? I think, well, I, I think a another high school is going to be a need in the future Mm -hmm. for certain and we have discussed that but we really haven't gone much further we've talked about the current buildings we have and 
maintaining those that we have and keeping those in good working order so that we get the most out of them. Because I do want to say to your point of when the county commission gives the school board their money, that we can do what we want to with it. And that is true, as you said, but I want to assure people that when we are given that money, we are using it for what we said we were going to use it for. And if something changes that becomes more, if we have to suddenly add a teacher because we have an influx of students and we ratios are off and we have to add that, that personnel, then we're going to have to do that. So we might have to shift money here or there, but we certainly are not taking money and fluffing things and, and spending it on. We, the whole board, and I, as you said before, this school board and the other members that I work with, I, I'm so proud of what we do because we all have passions. We all have um, things that we think should be prioritized, and we we advocate for that. But at the end of the day, we are making decisions that are going to benefit the students of Putnam County as a whole. Mm-hmm. And that those are not always decisions that everyone likes, but we work together to do that. And when we leave we we have the utmost respect for one another. Sure. Right. So and I certainly appreciate that. And yes. we strive to be good stewards of the money that we have been given. Absolutely. And that we are using it to benefit the students. And yep. you are, otherwise the commission wouldn't try to help you as much as we can. And I think right. you should get more help, but that's my personal opinion. But well, in think, time maybe. I think one thing that's important to say is that people also need to remember is that we do get some federal dollars mm-hmm. and those federal dollars that we get, it is dictated on what we can spend that on. So I know sometimes I get questions on well, why'd you spend money on that? Well that's because we had that money was earmarked for certain things that you have to spend it on that. Sure. So that's why those things yeah. get done. So. Yeah, that's required. So that's something you have to go by. One one thing we haven't touched on, we're in wintertime, well, pretty much. It's cold. There's been some snow. There's been some snow days. And i got to ask, because I've, I've had this question asked. Somebody asked me the other day, um, why does all the schools close if it only snows in Monterey? Do y'all have an answer for that? Well, that that's the state rule, is that until we use all of our 13, I think 13 days that we have built in, until you reach that 13th day, when you close, your whole system has to close. That is the rule. So once we reach the 13 days, then we are allowed to say, if it's only Monterey that's affected, then Mr. Boyd can say, today we're only closing Monterey and everybody else is going. But you have to use all your snow days first. And that's a state rule, so... Thank you. We we cannot do anything about that because we get that question as well. well and of course, my child says, "Thank goodness for Monterey." Sure, <laughs> yeah. There's some shirts being made right now. That's so right. Um, I saw some other day. Anything else? I, I do want. I like to play a little game uh, so people get to know you a little bit better. It's not family feud or nothing. But oh, thank uh, anything else before I ask y'all two random questions? Anything else y'all got today? Okay, y'all been great. So, uh, Don, I'll start with you. Oh no. Okay. What is your favorite hobby? Um, I guess I we enjoyed traveling. Okay, Sean and I like to travel and go places, and then um, I do like to work out. That's what I enjoy doing. I, yeah. you know, I have a Peloton. I love to cycle. So, Ooh, I need to talk to you about that. Okay, <laughs> uh, beach or mountains when you beach. go travel? Okay, okay. 
favorite hobby kim um well i like cooking and i'm like dawn i do like to exercise True. so i get up every morning just try to make it a habit you did like death at dawn at tech didn't you one time you know i have done death at dawn before um and it is true to the word yeah. it can be death at dawn but um it is great for the community um my knees don't like it yeah, too well i understand <laughs> um if if i were to get your iphone ipod and go to your 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 music your itunes or whatever if you have one what's the uh, most popular artist i'll find Kim. okay well right now it's christmas music but other than that you're probably going to find like bethel music or hillsong i like praise and worship so. awesome i have a little bit of everything, everything. there i have some praise and worship i have some you know uh, 80s rock sure. that i love i i have to admit i do love hair nation <laughs> yeah so i like the 80s hair, hair, hair yeah, bands yeah. so and then yeah. of course my kids download you know the current song so i have a little bit of everything nice. i have no there. doubt that don had some great 80s hair oh Did. yeah huge yeah huge nice. hair I, I was born in 1980 so i didn't i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that <laughs> the look i got I, that would have made my whole show um thank y'all so much y'all are wonderful thank you for your public service to putnam county to the education system uh i can't brag on you both and the board enough i think y'all do great and i have enjoyed working with both of you thank i you. continue thank you. to want to work you with you likewise. Uh, if you need anything let me know you've been listening to trending uh listen join us next week as we'll have someone new on news talk 94.1 fm at 1600 a.m please have a happy uh merry christmas a happy new year safe enjoy your time with friends and family uh I, as i get older that i know that's the most important thing is seeing your friends and family yes and Kim. remember the best way to spread christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> We'll see you next week.